0: Hey there, Michael Griffiths here, founder of Referral Marketing Guru, and welcome to this week's Get More Referrals Today podcast. Today, something a little bit different, something a little bit special. You don't get to hear just my voice, you get to actually be entertained and uh, really excited with who we've got coming on to be able to share not only their story, but how they create ripples out there in society. And it was through a a LinkedIn post that I saw where this person got on my radar and I sort of had a bit of a look around and went, huh, that's pretty interesting. Then I looked a little bit further at some of their posts and I went, yeah, here's somebody who actually really wants to create ripples, who actually wants to change the world. And as you know, we're really big on how to be more remarkable, how to be more profitable and how to be more impactful. Because to me, as service providers, as business owners, as entrepreneurs, we have sort of a a right, but we've got the, we we have to, we have to change the world. And we can't rely on governments. We can't rely on other people to do it. That's what we've got to do. So that's what really took my fancy with our guest today. So I'm going to bring them on really soon. Uh, no matter where you happen to be listening to this, whether you are on our podcast host Podbean, on iTunes, on Google Play, on Spotify, across any of our social platforms, make sure you hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And as always, we don't run ads. We don't uh, put sponsors on. It is simply, if you love the episode, make sure you share it with your networks, with your business colleagues, with your referral sources. and. Uh, Let's help with this simple mission to inspire a million service providers every year to play a bigger game in their business, to win every day, to be able to be more profitable than ever so they can contribute and change and make an impact in society. So without further ado, let me welcome our special guest for today, uh, Kay Clancy. Welcome from Kay Clancy Consulting. That's a mouthful if you don't get it right.
1: <laughs> um, welcome
0: and thank you for jumping on and joining us.
1: Thank you. Oh my gosh, I love your energy, Michael. It's so good. Thank yeah, you. Well,
0: I thought I had to step it up a, a notch here today and, and be able to match it. No. So, for those that don't have a clue who Kay Clancy is, um, I'm just going to give a little bit of background, but I want you then to give the, the real story. So, um I came across you where, and, and everything that I see, you're about how do you create ripples? How do you how do you inspire others? How do you help others make an impact to create ripples? And that seems to be something that you're super passionate about. Uh, I know you've gone from a corporate background to your own consulting business. Uh, talk to us a little bit about your story.
1: Thank you. Um, let me, yes. So Ripples is it. That's what it's about for me. It's about understanding the impact I have on those around me. And I loved what you said because we often wait for big government or big corporate or somebody else to make things happen but actually we have to recognize that things happen from us from where we where we're sitting so if i go back let me go back 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 so i think i was promoted too soon you know you get you get put on those graduate programs or those trainee programs or whatever they're called whatever the iteration of that inject new leadership stuff looks like and and I was promoted and I found myself in that position where you you step back and you go oh man I actually don't know what to do and you're faced with two two avenues really one is wing it and fake it and the other is work out how you can learn as much as possible and how you can work with the people around you and that was the first point I think when I recognized that the impact you have on people is massive because if I choose to be arrogant and I choose to to stand in a space where I pretend I know stuff, people don't respond well to that. Whereas if I stand in a space where I say, I'm having this challenge, can you help me? Or can you help me understand this? Or why does that happen? And where do we do that? People will work with you and help because genuinely people want to help. And so over the years, I became really clear about the things that I say and the things that I do have impact beyond the moment in which I say them or do them and I can point to different points in my career where beautiful well-meaning people would say things like you know to be successful you have to be more vanilla and then what happens is you go oh okay vanilla that's the that's the thing is it okay let's work that out and you can't dress in the morning because you're thinking What's vanilla? Can I wear that? Can't I wear that? And it permeates your whole day. So you end up in meetings where you want to say something, but you second guess yourself and you stop speaking. So across the course of my career, I've had these beautiful moments where I've been able to witness the residual impact of something small that's said or something small that's done on people and how they feel about themselves. And so when I got to the point where um, I had a junction in the road of my career, um, I got to decide. What do I actually want to do? What makes my heart sing? What is it that I want to make important? And it was just helping people to understand that in the moment you have a choice to adjust the thing you say or the thing you do, knowing it will have a broader impact on those around you. And so that's what I do now every day. I do it with groups. I do it with single people. Individuals, I do it with leadership teams. I, it's just all about understanding that in that moment, you can change the outcome. And so, what I try to do, I try to talk about things in a dispassionate way. So I'm possibly passionate. <laughs> like, oh, it's so exciting. But the reality is, if I inject too much emotion and too much passion in, then my ripple becomes one that's imbalanced because it becomes one where I'm pushing my agenda. And so, instead trying to talk about things as if they're a third event. So the the post I think you're referring to, Michael, something happened to me on a tram. And um, in that moment, you get a choice to feel sad or angry or very angry and say something out loud. Or you get the choice to just step back and say, I wonder what the learning here is. I wonder what it is we're doing as a society that means we, we, we don't temper or moderate our bias or our judgment. And we... We just make statements that stay with people forever. And as I walked back from the tram, I was just thinking about that, thinking about how a previous iteration of me might have been incredibly hurt and wounded by what I'd heard and made it mean lots of stuff. And that impact might have stopped me from doing any of the things that I love to do. And I thought, actually, there's a chance here just to talk about a situation for people to reflect. And I had some beautiful commentary from people. Somebody um, gorgeous in America wrote to me and said, I hope I'm not that woman on the tram, but I think I might be sometimes. And she said, I just need to go away and sit on that and think about it for a bit. And and this is the thing about rippling. It, there's no poor intention um, a- attached to it. We process the way we process and we have good intention, but just recognising that that our ripple in the world is beyond the moment and I use ripple very consciously because we often talk about shadow our leadership shadow which suggests that your presence is there for a period of time but a ripple wounds or impacts or influences beyond the moment in time I think
0: yeah 100 percent um I I learned some news earlier this morning of a of a good friend who I've been part of a boardroom with for oh, nearly four years now who uh, unfortunately got sick three weeks ago and, and passed away um all of a sudden and to think the they're probably one of the smartest marketing brains this planet has seen and the the effect that that will have on so many people is exactly what you're talking about in terms of a of a, of a ripple effect um, uh, let's bring this back to uh, as, as entrepreneurs, as business owners, as, as service providers, we're, we're, we're humans. We're emotional beings. Unfortunately, we can't change that. I wish we could change that because we'd be so much better off, I believe, but that's the way we're wired. So I think what you're saying in terms of how do you keep emotional calm? How do you take a step back and actually process and think where we are just so used to this is the first thing that comes blurted out or this is how we're feeling, react to protect ourselves. And I suppose neuroscience tells us in terms of how our brain functions for survival that it's it's fight or flight. It's protect yourself. It's put the wall up. It's uh, make sure that you don't get hurt. Talk to me a little bit about that because what you're saying makes perfect sense but for so many people it's probably something which is really difficult to do
1: oh it's and and you're right Michael we are beautifully human thank goodness and that fabric that gorgeous colorful fabric of humanity needs to absolutely be intact um one of the things I, I spend time talking about is what I call the curious furious continuum you know so in that moment that you describe when somebody has a a conflicting view or or is giving me messages I don't want to hear, what happens is you're right. I do go to, I need to protect myself. I need to defend this. I actually need to justify the position I'm taking. And that lends itself to a more furious response, which is a heated response, which often is an accelerated heat because... Actually, I'm not sure if you've heard me or don't you understand or please don't criticize me. And so it's a normal response. And and what I'm suggesting is in that moment, if I take a breath. And it's as simple as a breath. Sometimes if I notice the acceleration, I can breathe out the furious and breathe into curious and curious looks like saying, oh, that's interesting. What, what makes you think that? And it's just a slightly different lens that so opens up my possibilities for learning something new. And I love this work coming out of Duke University under Professor Mark Leary around intellectual humility, which is based around the possibility I might learn something. So I go through life on my own track and I learn the things I learn. I experience what I experience. It adds to my sense of the world and how I interpret the world and how I explain the world. But there are many, many millions of tracks happening simultaneously. And, and I remember, oh, so I'm probably going back maybe 30 years or so now. I was involved in an interesting experiment with um, the Metropolitan Police. And they did, they staged um, an exercise where a group of 10 people all sat distant from something. And they staged a robbery. And we all had to watch this, mug, this mugging. And then they indiv- individually interviewed each one of us about what we had seen. And out of 10 people, not a single one of us absolutely accurately reflected back what they what had actually happened, because we're all interpreting what we see. And so I think some of the power is that is the noticing Michael, the things that set me off. So I know if, and if we ask anybody on who's listening in, if they've ever had a, you know, like a disproportionately large response to something small, you'll all say yes because you have. And what generates that is when something is happening for you that's making you feel uncomfortable, and you you have an explosion. But you quite often can work out what will cause that. So it might be a there might be a person in your life that causes it. There might be a situation that causes it. So if you just take the time to reflect. You'll know what it is. You'll know broadly what it is. And then if you take more time to reflect, what you're able to say is, okay, so I know what broadly sets me off and I kind of know what it feels like. So for some people, it feels like a heat. For some people, it feels like an anger. For some people, it feels like a tension. So tuning into those moments and getting really good at noticing how you're feeling and then making a choice to dial it back. So I go, oh, and... (laughs) And it happens with your kids. You'll notice you do it with your kids. Those who've got kids, you'll notice there are points in time where you feel really accelerated and then you just can catch yourself sometimes and bring it back. And it's a practice. It's a practice to notice. Um, And if I do that, then I can just dial the fury back a little bit I can just open up my possibility to the fact that I might learn something and I can move to curious, which is growth mindset based and based around. Tell me a bit more, Michael. So, oh, you've got a really different view to me. OK, what are you seeing? What what drives that? What are you feeling? What are you, And you have to genuinely sit in willingness to to learn and to listen. And if you can do that now. Does that mean that you, you you damp all your emotions and you don't, you don't allow that colour? Absolutely not, because there's different environments in which that colour shows up and is absolutely right. But you'll know yourself when you're going into a board meeting, you, you dial down your responses because it's not appropriate for the room. And so it's just working out, how do I get the best out of the situations I'm in and the people I'm with? And there's a reflective part to this as well, I think. So there's something around, you know, if we if we spend time together, Michael, and then I go away afterwards and I think, yeah, that didn't kind of go the way I wanted it to. And then I start thinking it through from the perspective of where I was pushing and maybe where you were retreating, but did I push again or did I put? And just thinking about the interactions that didn't go so well and, and working out, hmm, what would I do differently? And that leads you to a different outcome as well. So I think it's practice. It doesn't happen. And will you get it right all the time? No, absolutely not a chance because we're human and that's beautiful. And and just being then prepared to step back into uncomfort, uncomfortable places and say, Michael, that last conversation we had, I, I was left feeling really uncomfortable. I feel like I didn't listen to you. And I'm sorry for that. And can we just go it again? But, again, that's a place where that's a vulnerable place where I have to park ego or I have to park being right in favour of in extending and, and building upon and repairing sometimes the relationships that we've got.
0: Yeah, so true. And uh, oh, there's so many different paths I can go right now. Um, so that, let's just go because, because that is hard. And it's Mm. hard because we've been conditioned as we grow up to be right, to get things right. The school system gives us a tick or a cross or we get a mark and we get graded and we get picked in the sporting team and we get left out of the sporting team and we get a scholarship or we don't get a scholarship. Like the whole way through in our growing up impressionable years, we're taught to win or lose. So therefore, now we come into adulthood and ego plays a huge part in going well i've got to be right i've got to win for me to win that person's going to lose we can't both win because that's not how it happened in school like someone came first and someone came second like that was pretty simple one got a blue ribbon the other one got a red ribbon i saw that like so with all of that pretty much put on put into us how do we rewire
1: such a good question. Such a good question. And I think language plays a part in this, Michael. I really do. I think you're right. We, we've we grown up with win or lose. And I think we've got to shift that to, to win or learn. Nice. And so in, in terms of some retrospective activity I'll do with, with If I'm working with transformational teams, we don't talk about what were the successes or what were the failures. We talk about what went well and what might we do differently if we had a second bite at it. And so just the language shifts your brain ever so slightly. The other other language um, components are words that we often use. So people use the word but ever such a lot and so the use of the word but in my language already tells my brain that there's a problem so I'm going well but and my brain goes oh we're in problem mode but in the listener it also tells them there's a problem because it says yeah 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 that thing's fine but there's something else coming so noticing your language patterns and instead of saying but saying and so somebody says we're going to do blah 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 so oh okay okay Uh, And we could also think about, and so instead of having the word "but" as a as a really strong anchor point in our conversation, shift that to become "and." So instead of "but," I say "and." Instead of um, instead of um, language that that closes the conversation down. No, no is another one that we use all the time. You know, so you'll say, "I think we should love," you say "no," and you need to go to curious again. You say, "Oh, okay." What makes you think that would be a great a great journey, Michael? And you say, well, because I've done it before and 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 so oh, okay then, all right then. And finding a, a place to to win. So if I go from win to lose to win to learn, then we're in win win. Because if I if I've learned something that makes the next conversation an easier conversation or a more a richer conversation, then there's a learning in there. And isn't there, there those lovely sayings? You know, you I haven't found I haven't found um. A way to fail. I found a hundred ways not to succeed. You know, I, I try and I said that didn't work. I'll do it differently. That didn't work. I'll do it differently. And so that learn really will really helps you orient. But it's endemic in us. You know, we talk about it all the time. You know, oh that we lost that game. We we lost that bid. We lost that client. We and instead instead of sitting in the grief or the loss, if we sit in reflection which is a curious curiosity, sit in reflection around what might I do differently and what have I learned from this experience, it, it opens our minds and helps us grow further, I think.
0: Yeah, 100%. So for you uh, lovely folk listening to this right now, there are three things right there that you needed to take down to change in your language straight away. So instead of using but, use and. That's the first one. So just start practicing, get rid of buts and and just change it to and and then continue on. Because in the end, it's not you're getting rid of when you use but it's it's win but lose rather than win and win also. So that's the the, the first one. Uh, The the second one that was in there is I, I think win or lose to learn rather than just win to learn. Win or lose to learn. It amazes me how many people, though, that didn't work, or I failed at that, or nah, that didn't work out. Well, that doesn't matter. It's not the right language. I learned how not to do it, or I learned that I needed to tweak it, or I learned that this would be a better way. Actually, should be the language that you've been used. Uh, so many people who listening to this will go, that marketing campaign didn't work, or that process didn't work, or that sales call didn't work, or that. And straight away, everything you're saying there, what we're actually doing is we're coming back to the, it's either a win or a loss. We're really, we have got to come back to learn. And then the third big thing from that, so it's not but, it's and. Win or lose to learn was the second big one. Then the third one is... Be more curious. But really, as as business owners, we're not curious enough. We can say that we are, but honestly, we're not. And, and we can hear that in our language because we're very quick to, to want to impart what we've got to say. And I think that's where that comes from. So it's like you're talking, but I'm sitting here going, yeah, but I want to share this. Oh, yeah, I want to share this. No, but I want to say this. Come on, just maybe this is the right time. And as you're doing that, you can't be present to the other person in the conversation to actually be curious to then have a good conversation. So if you take nothing away from this, they're the three big things so far that I think you've really got to take from here. Let me go to, to this, this path. So ego. hmm it's there to protect us it's there to keep us safe it's there to make us feel good how do we how do we push it aside how do we remove it because i suppose i sort of go well if you have your ego involved which as business owners and entrepreneurs and service pros you've got an ego because. That's why you're good at what you do. You've got to have the self-belief and the, and the confidence and the the swagger, as I call it. So therefore, you've got to have a bit of ego about you. But it certainly does more harm than good when we look at the things that we're looking at right now. So how can we get rid of it? And I know getting rid of it's not actually what we need to do, but how do we control it? How do we use it for the, for the good rather than how most people use it right now?
1: It's, it's such a good question and it's a really individual question. So it, it's different for everybody. And what I would say is it's it, it's directly linked to your ripple. So if I see my ego as something that I am defined by, so if I define myself closely to all my successes or to my business card or to the position I hold somewhere, then I'm losing the human touch. The key to helping your ego stay in a healthy zone is to recognize the impact when it's out of control that it has on others. So so ego is one of those interesting things. When it's used well, it's sunshine for you. Yeah, so it'll absolutely accelerate you, keep you shining, keep people connected to you. When it's overused, it quickly becomes your shadow which means people start to feel mm, uncomfortable around you or be not sure. And so the key is to recognize how you impact those around you. Now, you can only do that through being really good at what you were taught, being really good at listening and really good at watching so, if I tune into people, my granddad, when I was growing up, my granddad always said, God gave you two ears and one mouth, use them in that ratio. And I have to say, it's been some of the best, <laughs> the best elder advice I've ever had. Because only when I'm truly listening do I notice the language patterns people use, do I notice when they're stepping towards me or pulling back from me. If I'm listening, I also have space to watch and I notice when people are like, I'm not sure or whether they're really engaged. And so I think you have to consider your, your ego as a dial up, dial down based on the impact it's having those around you. You've also then got to say, how do I measure my worth? How do I say what my success is? How do I, how do I put, um, a range on that or a, a number on it or I don't know what it is it'll be different for each of us but unless there's something in your your sense of your worth that is based around the impact you have on others and i love the impact that that you guys are trying to aim for because it's there's something really human in that unless you can find some humanity in your purpose or in your worth this will be harder for you so thinking about why do i exist and and cynics done tons of stuff on this, and and it doesn't ever have to be as complex as that. It's just a, like, why do I get out of bed every morning? What is it that lights my fire? What makes my heart sing? At the end of the day, when I look back at the day and I say, wasn't this an awesome day? What will have been in that day? And unless you can find some human pieces then you actually won't care about your ripple. So as soon as you can dial into, because actually what's win-win, Michael, is that you and I work together, we both get great outcomes and we have a great time doing it. Wouldn't that just be the sweetest spot you you could sit in? And so paying attention to all of those things, including the relationship. And if you look at some great research that's come out of the London Business School Some research around collaboration. Interesting, collaboration is not task-based. It is wholly relationship-based. And so to get good outcomes, you have to invest in relationships beyond the task. So it's not the relationship for the task. It's actually you and I in relationship, having a great time, trusting each other, building upon that, seeing each other's point of view, having those great, colorful conversations, but still retaining the, the relationship and it being intact afterwards that achieves a great outcome and quite often we think about collaboration as the outcome but actually all the research tells us it's about the relationship stuff so now we're back to your ripple because your relationships won't be intact if I damage you every time we spend time together and we might have a really profitable and successful relationship on monetary terms but as time goes by I kind of go oh it's actually it's actually really hard working with with you and oh. and so what I do is I'll withdraw and I won't have those conversations that repair. Instead, I'll just steer away quietly and suddenly we're not working together anymore. And so for me, we're back to your ripple. Your ripple is massive in terms of getting great outcomes and making sure that you always have something in your in in your value. You know the worth. Part of your conversation that is about the human.
0: Yeah, hundred percent, and I think that's a that's a a really strong way for for us to um, bring this to to towards the end because if you don't understand or or you don't think enough about how do you want to inspire people, how what sort of impact do you want to make, eventually. It's it's one of our core needs of growth, and we you just won't grow. There are many a millionaire, billionaires that need substances and alcohol and drugs and all the rest of it to to get a lift or to feel fulfilled, because in the end, inside the growth has died, and um, that's the the ripple you talk about in in what lights you up and and what gets you excited and what allows you to uh, be curious and and to want to listen to other people and to want to have that human interaction. And and I love that every collaboration is exactly that. It's not for an outcome. It's not for a a script. It's not for a process. It's not stepping stones. It's to, to be able to ensure that two people can be on the same path, can have great conversations, can do lots of great things. And, and that is always the, the land the, the, the ah, I'm looking for my right word here. Uh, the, the platform that allows any great collaboration. When we talk about collaborations and referral sources and, and partnerships, and it's always built on do I know, like, trust, resonate, respect that person? And all of those things need be in place. So um, that was fantastic. Where can people find out more about yourself?
1: They can go to my website. They can go, they can connect with me on LinkedIn and follow, follow the narrative in my head. <laughs> um, they can reach out directly to me and really happy to have conversations um, with anyone. Like one of my, one of my, one of my, really big things that drives me is you know if life was a lift well and each age of your each age was a different floor I'm actually quite on quite a high floor hard as that feels but if I can send the lift down and make somebody's journey on their floor a bit easier or a bit less uncertain or just chat through somebody give them something else to be curious about if I can make somebody else's journey through the lift well and a smoother one. That's absolutely what I'd want to do. So, just reach out, and we can talk, and Lovely. and just explore uh, okay, some what's stuff. The website? It's www.kclancyconsulting.com.
0: Kclancy. So, those that are watching this across our socials, you will see that up on your your screen: www.kclancyconsulting.com. For those that are listening to it. We've just given it to you. Still the same. Show and <laughs> you can go and find it right there. Uh, thank you so much for jumping on, for joining us. Uh, it's really good food for thought around uh, not only how, how we need to think as, as business owners, as entrepreneurs, as service providers, in terms of hey, it's not just simply about... How do I grow my business? How do I get more clients? How do I put money in the bank account? Sure, you need to have a solid business. You need to do activities. You need to be profitable. But now we start getting up into the thinking of, hey, so what are my goals and dreams and ambitions and what sort of impact do I want to make? So really appreciate you jumping on and and giving us some more food for thought around that.
1: It's been my absolute pleasure. Thank you for listening.
0: no. Very good. So please make sure you connect uh, with Kay. Just look for Kay Clancy on LinkedIn or go to Uh, People who are watching this on our socials, make sure you hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode of our Get More Referrals Today podcast coming out to you every single week. Those that are on iTunes, on Google Play, on Spotify or Podbean, again, make sure you hit that little Subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Love for you to share your review. As we said at the start, if you've really appreciated this, if you've really got some great value from it, make sure you share it. Share it in your stories, share it on your social platforms. Hey, just email the link over to a few people that you think would really enjoy listening to this. Uh, We don't want to run ads. We certainly don't want to put sponsors in there. We want to bring you great people. So we'd love if you could help share that also. Okay. Team, uh, amazing to have you on. Look forward to speaking to you again next week. That is a wrap for today. Make sure you go crush it. Take care all. Speak to you soon.